Hey, Fever fans, it ain't pretty. No one can push with runny nose and watery eyes. Fight the good fight against evil, Hay Fever, with the help of our mates at Chemist Warehouse. That's right, helping you stay pollen soft and helping us keep the lights on right here at the morning surface. Rolling with Chemist Warehouse. Let's push! Give me some! Let's go! Never fold! Ten toes down, baby! You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. Yes, Shiona, good morning, good evening, and everything in between. It's a... So you're welcome, Wednesday. I forgot, man. It was the first time in the year. So you're welcome, Wednesday. We back for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. We hey. back for another show just in case you missed us. As we always say, do the dishes. So bound by you know media showtime. That's right, Spanish. Stay blessed. Don't stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show if you call down under the Pacific. You're home. Welcome to new media because it's the people's media. It's cool. Send more, take your shoes off at the door, everything you want, nothing you don't, real people, real talk. And if we ain't number one on the charts, hopefully we're number one in your heart. Let's get it, get it. Come on, baby. Let's get it, get it. We've got a big show coming back for you. It is a You're Welcome Wednesday. I was on the show. We're six, 17, sorry, 17 days into the year. What have we had enough of already in 2024? Balance, man. Are we being negative? Keen. <laughs> Shifted to not hold back on that one either. Word from the wise is going to be there. Now uh, to the well. bro. What, do we remember what the bro's name was? Shout out to James who Shout actually James. Uh, inspired this as well. He inspired a segment. We're doing it. So we're doing that on the show. Uh, True News is in there. If you haven't heard that before, it goes a little sound like this. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And this is True News. For you! But Mark actually does all the work. And uh, Men's Den is in there as well. But Men's Den, as we know, isn't just for the men. That is for everybody. Everybody is welcome into the Men's Den. But we always start the show with an absolute food. And Jordan has the honours for a Wednesday. I do. If we could, uh, have you heard the new 21 Savage album? Parts of it. Right. Parts of it. I like uh, Brett Fires. I'm calling it, it's definitely project of the year so far. And it, it's just a well put together, well thought out album by 21 Savage. Uh, my favourite track of it is this one. I'm going to play it right now. It's called Just Like Me featuring Burner Boy. And it samples one of my favourite R&B songs in the last decade by uh, an artist called Looney. And the song's called Raw, but you don't care about that. Here we go. Rock, there's a bit of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like You're welcome, Wednesday. New music. Let's move. Last, last. You was the truth when I was lying. Burn on the beat, eh? Come Don't on. Forget. Hey, hey. Don't forget. You were the judge for my crimes, and you took my oh, life. Like the shining where you Don't are right now. I don't know who produced this, but when it flips here, now you're just like me. Hey, hey, where's the flip? Where's the flip? Hey, now you're just like me. Oh, it's me, true, it's me, true, it's me, true. Sorry, my bad. Hey, now you're just like me. Now you're just like just like me, just like me, man. Hey. Just like me. Hey. 
In my feelings, I can't text, right? 21. You got all the bosses wondering what your sex like. 21, 21. Keep, gym, keep a stomach in a chest. Okay, I, I don't know how many swimmers we're about to encounter, but I just thought, you know, that's a vibe. New music. It is a vibe. Boy, yeah, you're welcome Wednesday. I do think um, in terms of flow, uh, 21 Savage, out of the new gen, he, he's the man, bro. He rides the beat. I, I really like the song with uh, Brent Fires as well. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, good. That's Brent Fires is in Auckland today, by the way. Who yeah, I, I was going to go, but see the tickets? Expensive? I like, 160? I'm like, it's at oh, Spark, but it's just like... Is that Spark? He's yeah, good, though. Yeah, 160, though. Michael Jackson used to cost 80 bucks, Kendrick apparently. prices if you go up top. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you're asking for you asking for a bit much there. Yeah, it's a good vibe though, man. Good vibe. That's a good album too. How are we feeling today, boys? It's a Wednesday for three days into the year or the working year. How are you, Matsu? We haven't heard from you yet. Yeah, no, I'm I'm feeling good. I was uh, I was taken by a story actually. You know how this world seems to be all about bigger is better, uh, especially when it comes to America. I was uh, I was reading into because not better by the way. <laughs> That's what I've always thought. Um, but the Buffalo Bills have bought a brand new stadium and they're building this stadium. And it and it's uh, you know usually they'd be like oh they've brought a brand new stadium now it's going to be this and that. The new stadium that they're looking to build actually has ten thousand fewer seats. Than the current stadium that they play in. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's Ten thousand fewer seats, so it's only going to be a sixty thousand seater stadium. So that's it's small. small. That's small. That's really like Eden Park. That's basically Eden Park. No. Basically, yeah. Yeah, you know, Eden Park is yeah, forty-five. Eden, Eden 54. 45, isn't it? Oh, 54, 382. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know these things. The thing for me though is like, what does Buffalo tiny. know that nobody else knows? in the world where everyone is trying to build the biggest stadium and try and get the most money for the most people and fans sitting inside that stadium, what are they doing? Why are they getting smaller? Maybe Bill Gates and the World Economic Forum are on the board of the Buffalo Bills Stadium. And they are getting like... They're getting informed. Maybe they know there's a, a collapse that's about to happen and mm. a system as we know it is about to be replaced with another system. Yeah, I hadn't thought that deep. I was just like, I wonder why they were going smaller. Anyway, that's that's what rocks my world. That's, uh, no, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't, I, I don't want us to there. go over that thought. And and you know what? You know what you're doing, Matul Mark. You know what you're doing. Hang on, hang on. This guy just tried to... You got me, eh? <laughs> you got me. <laughs> you actually got me just then. And I didn't know I got got, but... <laughs> 60,000 stadium in America is tiny, tiny. Where money talks as well. And that's where you make the most money is at NFL games. Wait, wait, wait. Just, just let's, let's simmer here. But how, potentially is it weather, Mark? Because How many people live in Buffalo? Do they have to postpone the game because it was snowstormed out? Uh, well, I know. Uh, is that I right? heard a story. No, the game has gone ahead. But they what, they did move the game forward. I think. Ah, is that what it is? And they also paid fans. You could pay 20 bucks an hour to jump on the field and actually clear the snow before the game got underway in Buffalo. It's New York, so there's plenty of people who are in, in, it's in the city of New York. Well, it's in the district Half of New York. Half a million people. So 60,000 just seems so small. It seems With a like really such a New quarterback. Zealand stadium size. With a really good quarterback, Chase. Uh, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen is, is You know, they know they're good. Wow. Oh, they won yesterday, so he gone through. He go good. He played good. He, he, go he played good. Yeah, Josh Allen, all right. Yeah. So yeah. I just it did. It, it piqued my interest. Do they know something we don't know? Why on earth would you build such a tiny stadium for an American standard? Like, I just, yeah, I just thought I'd throw that out. Come on, Jordan. Yeah. Give it yeah. Fishing, I'm biting, yeah. mate. Fishing, I'm biting. You got me. You got me. How are you, bro? Nah, good. I, I didn't speak about this yesterday. It actually happened over the break. But did you see the 13-year-old? There's a lot of... Things that have been done. There's, there's very the few baller? things. The baller? No, no. Actually, yes, that so kid. He's amazing. But there's very few things that have been around for, let's say, a hundred years that haven't not been done. You see the 13 year old that clocked Tetris? I did see that. I did see that. Incredible. How do you beat Tetris? How did, did you, the fizz that he has. But 
the amount of time that that kid must have spent to absolutely clock Tetris, I'm trying to work out the, the man hours he has put in behind becoming the first to do something like that. Do you think one of us could do it if There's we no applied way. ourselves? He's the or first ever. Is our, Did he have any help? Are we losing our dexterous? Our speed just doesn't work as quickly. It doesn't process. Our processes are down. After the age of 22, apparently that's where you've peaked. Like 22-year-old gamers, they start to go downhill. Their hand-eye. Oh, I started late. Mm. I wasn't at internet cafes. <laughs> I wasn't at the internet cafes. No, that's what I saw. Now. I, I was just fascinating me that this guy's pulled this who, up. Who, who do you think could get the? I reckon Mark would beat us at Tetris. It's more his era game. Yeah. Mate. Oh, what? I don't, I don't, I don't Your really muscle memory would come back for more than our one. <laughs> anyway, let's get us a daily bread. Yeah, let's do it. That's right, guys. Daily Bread, breaking bread with, with the news of today. This is unsponsored, but we will find a sponsor soon. Yep, looking for a bread sponsor on January the 17th. That's 17 days deep into the year, 348 left to get her done. Get her done. It is cable car day today. It's one in Wellington. Is Apparently it, one of the, the greenest modes of transport. Cables, cables. Yeah, it's like the, they're like trains. Oh, they've got the, the, the wires above them. Yeah. Wellington, no one uses that in Wellington, eh? Never. It's it's quite boring. I don't mean to poo-poo on one of Wellington. You just did. Yeah. Took, you took a big aqua. Do you know what the problem? Aqua nugget, which the, is the, crazy, by the way. The Wellington <laughs> cable car problem is it just goes up the hill and then it comes back down the hill. So unless you're going to an up-the-hill destination or down-the-hill destination, it doesn't take you necessarily anywhere. It doesn't do like a loop of the city. as well, but it's one of the things that people go and see. Shout out to Wellington, man. I love you. That's my city. I'm from I loved it. It's also Kid Inventors Day today. We celebrate genius kids. Hey, I wonder... for that. Hang on. I wonder what the greatest invention... Greatest invention... Keep going, Mark. From a kid. From a kid. Did I, I grew up thinking I was going to invent something as a kid. What do like, you think? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, guys. Hadn't worked on it. Who created the light bulb? Who found the light bulb? Trampoline was made by a kid. That's pretty yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah I, I think they would do that. Uh, uh, but that's they pretty cool. They thought of the trampoline. They, they they thought, th- no, they, they thought and they, they invented it. They invented it. So a metal frame springs with a mat. And they thought that up. A kid thought that up. That's the main thing. Uh, 16-year-old. Oh, that's a teen. But he was 16 in the 1930s. Um, his name was Frank Epperson. Well, I heard, Frank. That, I heard that Isaac oh. Newton, oh, yes. he was 22, though. So we're, getting, we're, we're stretching this, but he was 22 when he found out about gravity. When he discovered gravity or worked that whole story out. So there you go. What are you doing at 22? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, very cool. And finally, it's Popeye Day. You know the cartoon character? Oh, eat your spinach. Yeah, eat your spinach. Hey, Josh. Never really watched it, but I know about it. Where where are the cartoons now, like, the heroes centered around eating your vegetables? Mm. We need the Popeyes to come back. We do. Did you know Captain America? Oh, no. Was it Captain? No, it wasn't Captain America. Captain Planet was massive when I was growing up. Captain Planet. Yeah. He's a hero. Down to zero. Yes. And the idea was, you know, all the all the elements in the world that need to survive. You know, you got the earth. And heart was the worst. Heart. Heart was the worst. With our. If you ended up with a heart ring and you're like, Something combined. Now people can love me. Was the heart just like, you have to have a heart? Yeah. Nah, that's the strongest, man. Is it, though? That's the strongest. When you're battling evil, do you really just go to heart? When you're super thirsty, oh my heart. Yeah, when you see the villain, you <laughs> okay. kill him with kindness. That's hey, what they're trying to teach us. If man. we're going into Captain Planet, you're Talk getting to the me heart about ring. your trauma. <laughs> That's actually where the problem is. Um, I'm not mocking that, by the way, guys. I'm just mocking Captain Planet. Matil Mark mocking heart. Um, guys, multiple posts on Reddit claiming that YouTubers slowing down for them have been popping up in the last few days, guys. I'm not going to read out the rest of the headline. Mm. Guess why YouTube is 
being sneaky here and they are slowing their sight down. Are they slowing it down? I wouldn't have a clue. Uh, to lengthen people's time on the platform because people will hang around longer if it's taking longer for the videos to load. Incorrect. I'll tell you why. Uh, they've found out uh, who has ad blockers on and they have found out how they can slow their YouTube down because obviously ad blockers get in the way of YouTube being able to make their money and put uh. their advertising what they promise. So, yeah. So if you have ad blocker on, a lot of people on Reddit have been saying, I'm experiencing a slow YouTube. And so it's YouTube going, sticking it to them going, get the ad blocker off. How dare you not pay for premium subscription? Do they not have enough money or resi already as it is? They also don't have enough money or resi. That's how much money they got. If you're ready or resi. <laughs> you got so much money in you. Hey, my one today, and I'm, hey, me, I'm never going to tell anyone how to uh, raise their kids, but experts are saying at the moment that uh, if you give your children smartphones at an early age, it lowers their intelligence, which it doesn't, that doesn't surprise me in any way, shape, or form. And I'm, I'm, I'm terrible because in the mornings, if my son wakes up too early, I'll be like, here's something, phone. Take the phone, go watch Cars. I'll see you in half an hour. <laughs> and I feel bad about it, but I just, I, I see him just glued to his phone sometimes with the screen time. And it's those intangibles where you're playing with things, you're picking things up and both sides of the brain are working. When you're stuck and you're glued to the phone, I, I, I don't see how that can be wrong. You know what I realized last year? A lot of, and I'm sorry because I'm just, I'm not raising a teenager or an older kid, but as I went to certain people's houses that I know in my life, I realized we got a big problem. Kids don't want to leave the house. Ever. Or their room. And when they get in the car, they put the headphones on. Oh, not in my car. <laughs> not in my car. I'm not a parent. Can like, I ask? What's the deal with it? Like, as I, a could, parent I could of a pick teenager. up a little kid who's like lost like and then we, we got to get him back to his his whanau and like you know has needed in a few days maybe just puts his headphones on because he's like take those off before i drop you home take those off because we don't know how to get you home by the way too that was such I an get excessive you home. example oh no because that's how serious i am about it tell me about what the problem is because i have a teenager who disappears to his room and also wears uh earbuds in the, in the car what what is the problem you're thinking what are you on seeing? your watch earbuds in the car I think it's a lack of human interaction. Up that fight. Wow. And we're going to go down there. You know, let's go down there. <laughs> like we look like such eggs, eh? Like, no, we no, know no. how to raise teenagers. No, no, no. Because no. <laughs> I think it's an interesting conversation because what happens, especially, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to typecast this here, I, especially with men, is we think the way we were brought up is exactly the right way of how it should have been done. So we look at our experiences and then we try and impose them on, our, on the next generation. But ultimately, a lot of communicating today, and we know it, is actually done through social. It's actually done through. So if you're if you're there and you're in your room or you're on your headphones and whatever you're doing, if you're interacting in how the future is actually going to look, you're going to be more well equipped for it. I, th- I think we forget that the most meaningful content is always done through talking. And what we've done is we've just yeah we've had to deal with this big thing called technology that we didn't necessarily ask for. It's developed right in front of us. It's Made it made life convenient for us. But how different and now is it's it? this monster that we have to deal with. How it's a so how different can is be great too. Me talking over great. a Zoom call to say you talking in person. You know what I think it really is. And that's the little, but that's the little ten percent. We think it's big, but they see it as a ten percent, and they're like, nah. You know, I'm still getting my conversation in with other human beings. Uh, it's just over line. You're totally right, but I think we're starting in the wrong place. I think. Our, uh, our grandparents or the people a little bit older than our, our parents they were allowed to they were able to be home a little bit more um, my parents generation you got my man dad out there working 
Yeah. So that means they're both tired when they come home. Mm-hmm. That means they're both exhausted. That means they both got things to do. Not 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 negating that, you know, they don't want to be, you know, but... The starting point is wrong. I And so, you Let, know, when we've had to have a break because we need a break because we're humans, we've just worked a day, then we've got to, you know, get the house in order and cook dinner and set up what's happening for this weekend. And your kid's going, you know, can you spend time with me? The time... The time poor is we are time poor. Yes. So it becomes you can go on your phone, you can just go on there, and then that connection's made. You know what I mean? So I do. I know exactly what you mean. But just to simplify it right down, what is the biggest difference between you and I meeting up at the Chalmers Road Dairy in Gizzy on a on a Saturday afternoon after rugby to say my stepson who's jumping online and playing games with his mate? Like, what's the difference? The biggest in difference is that we weren't born into no technology, and we don't understand. We yeah, don't. Therefore, yeah, it's not as deep for us. Whereas they're still getting their conversing, like they're com- conversing, sorry, together. They're still entertaining each other. They're still talking about political views and all sorts of stuff. Like they're still doing it. They're just not doing it face to face. Does that mean it's wrong? I don't know if it necessarily means it wrong. I also don't think we're equipped to know how to deal with it because we're learning on the go too. We're that generation in between where it didn't happen to us, so our parents didn't teach us. Hey get off your phone, hey, learn this interaction. But then also you hear these things like, uh, you, you, for example, okay, you're texting your partner all day. You you get home and you guys have been talking all day. You don't really have anything to talk about at the end of the day. So you sit down and then the lowest form of intimacy that you can have is you turn the TV on and you watch a series. So it's a worry that there's always, you can read two sides of every story, right? But mm. there's good and there's bad, there's pros and there's cons. And that's the worry that these things can begin to happen. So the next generation, I think that's what you worry about. I think the chance, I know this has been going on, but it's a good, it's a good chat. Come on! Good, just quickly, I think it's actually, our generation, Brooke, we actually have the exciting job of, we actually do know the effects. We actually can foresee the effects because we grew up and we remember what life was like before we had a cell phone. We remember all of that. And we also now are old enough to look back and go, oh, the, the research the research shows that when a kid uh, gets likes or they get a post that makes them feel really good, it's the same as a line of cocaine. That is the dopamine levels that our kids are dealing with. So when they see a post or a like that really affects them, what does that look like? And so we now, we, we're in the fortunate situation where we can also look forward and go, okay, I need to have enough courage because because of phone, because social media is like a drug. We've given kids drugs. Like, let's not, like, it's just... Sugarcoat. It's not sugarcoat it. This is something that is... And if you <laughs> try and ask your kid for their phone back, try and tell them that they can't watch TV tonight. You know what I mean? Like, it's... This is what we're doing. So we have to be really courageous and bound, setting boundaries of this is a moment, this, this dinner time, or when we're in the car, we're not doing that, mm-hmm. you know. And that's that's I'm talking absolute crap, but that's what I'm going to try and do, Wolf. And if I fail, I'll come back to you and say you didn't work. It didn't work, sorry guys. Uh, <laughs> as the OGs, it's our, our uh, job to worry now, right? Like oh, we're turning right. into that, so it becomes our job to worry about all these types of things, good, bad, and ugly. A, a good conversation to continue all this year. With the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. This is the morning shift. What's up, shifters? It's great to be back. We're a couple of days into this bad boy. Uh, the thing about us here at the morning shift is we love to give balance. Okay? You want to have the highs, you want to have the lows. Bunching. Yeah, you know? At the start of the year, it's all about positivity. It is love and light, not hate and fight. Mm, I should have right. thought about that one better. I should have a bit of bar than that. Yes. Anyway, that's mine. That's mine. We're gonna we're gonna go over a couple of things right now about how we're feeling 
how you guys are feeling at the start of the year because I I've seen a lot of you know people talking about how great it's going, uh, some of the goals that they have. Total that. Total. Total that. But I just want to give you guys a chance to have a little bit of balance in here. Go, okay, you know what? Yeah, maybe we are 17 days into this year, but I just want to be able to express myself and not feel like a bad person or saying, ah, I've rolled my eyes at this. I've had enough of that. I'm already off this for 2024. Hey. So we put this out on our uh, our Instagram socials a couple days ago. I'm just going to read over a few of these things. About what uh, what our shifters are over for 2024 already. Let's start it with Himothy. Himothy actually sent through three. People using the same sounds to make a cool Insta story. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, the songs that annoy me. Um, Baby, don't run from me. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you hear it, you hear it over and it's over very bad and impression, over again. But you know what I mean? Like that song just, oh my gosh. Hey, this one, uh, Himothy also said. Because the boys are on. Sorry, that's another one. <laughs> that's another one. That is one. Is there any more? Come on, guys. Think with me. Um, yeah, we'll yeah, you put us on sorry, the spot. Yeah, you don't even do that again. Uh, reposting their BFT stories. Hey man. Isn't that a hey, hey is that man, a joke? Yeah, is that a joke? Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, I'm good with that. Away, man. Guys, I, post away. I don't care about BFT. If people are getting active and they're getting at it, you can repost as much as you want on my story. This last one, people flipping their phones when they do their stories like solely. Did we ask? Flipping their phones. You know like you'll be on your selfie and then you'll two tap it and you'll flip it around. <laughs> yeah, but you need like back to you. Yeah. Can you tell me? Because I, I, I'm trying to figure out if I do this or not. And I, didn't, I didn't know it was cringe. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be like a selfie. I guess I'll be talking to the screen. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. then I'll two tap it. Yeah. And then it'll shift. And then the camera will now be on you. He's had enough of that. Oh, that's how you do that. Yeah, you Shut do. up. I thought you turned the whole camera around and you just. I, d- I don't think that's what film. he means, bro. What do you think he means? Because that's so normal. Like if I'm if I'm here and then I need to show you what's happening. Well, what do you think he means? I don't know. Let's keep moving. I, I think that's he'll what tell me. us. Um, this why I said, "Hey guys, can I please stay anonymous on this message?" But what I've had enough of is my wife telling me, "Hey, hun, let's go to the gym." Then I drop her off to work, and she goes, "Hun, lazy pie, please." Ah, oh, come on. Are we working? Yeah, out? going up. Lazy pie is crazy. Like. Sandwich or something, you know. Do I always struggle like with Subway? To- Start Subway, even the same amount of cows or like more. It's about the perception. <laughs> you know, it's about you got to wait. So it's like I can't be bothered waiting for a Subway. I'm just don't worry, you know. But you get a pie, the convenience, boom, boom, it's easy. There's layers. There's layers. Fun. Uh, this one here, Timu. Is it Timu? Timu. 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 These bloody ads make me spend too much money on their ish that I don't need. But these spam emails, please get out right here. Can someone please tell me about Timu or Timu? Marco. No, I've got my uh, reservations about that website. What's wrong? Uh, he thinks it's a Chinese spying on us. I know that. Talk to me now. I know that there's uh, there's definitely an industry uh, that is keeping a close eye on that their website. And it's so funny how just quickly how quickly it got legitimised in New Zealand when they started advertising around the Rugby World Cup, and everyone was like, "Ah, yep, it seems it seems legit as it always does." But you know all the drama that TikTok's been going through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Timu hasn't been going through any drama right now, but it's basically the same uh, information gatherer on another level, though, because it gets all your credit card details. But uh, that's just something I've You don't need nuclear war when the war's in the mind. (laughs) It's coming right into yeah. War's in the mind. Uh, This one came through as well. Work outings. Don't need to be anonymous about this one. If you know, you know. It came from Jivo. 
workoutings. It's a really interesting one because I think we live in a different dynamic. Like we would hang out. We do hang yeah, out. We do, we do. As a workouting like where they go, maybe so Christmas they took you out to go um, lawn bowls and then drink at the bar and then. Oh, this the person's next... saying too much culture at my job. Too man. much culture. Yeah, yeah, man, man, I ain't trying to hang out with y'all. I've worked at a, I've worked at a couple of places like that. Like I'm not trying to hang out more than. At work. <laughs> that work-life balance. Uh, Taylor said, men, try a woman. They're great. <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, I'm of men. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, up in Whangarei, they still have 3G. I'm off this bloody-ass reception. <laughs> Surely we've stopped burning down the 5G towers by now. They still got 3G up in the far, far north? Must do. Right? You leave the far north alone. Right. We don't need. Why do you need 3G when you can look out at paradise? Oh, uh, you know what I mean. Shout out summer, winter. Ooh. Shout out to far, far, but rough up north. Got a couple winter. voices through. Okay, so in 2024, we are leaving behind the phrase "it's giving." Um, yeah. yeah, we're not saying that. It's giving. You're already freaking annoying. So stop that right now. It's giving. <laughs> she needs to relax. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It's a sweet blade, eh? That, that, that last part of the year, I feel like it's giving swept over. I'm, I'm, we can we can wrap that one up for 2024. One more. I'm so freaking over slow drivers. Like when the traffic light turns green and their takeoff is like three to five processing working days. Mm. Bro, get off the road. Get yes. a freaking bike. Yes. Yes, get a bike. <laughs> Get a freaking bike. People have been driving slowly because that's, you know, it's it's been the holiday season. People have sort of just, they haven't been able to panic and go anywhere. She, she, lives, in Tamaki. she lives in Auckland. Yeah. You, you live, <laughs> Auckland is an eggs, bro. And I'm one of them, to be honest. You know, as soon as it goes, you know, green if you haven't. <laughs> but I, I went to Whangarei and I was, uh, I was actually mortally looking at my phone and I looked up and uh, it was green. So, but it had probably been... Like three cars had cleared me and already turned Turn into the road, and they didn't know. And there was a line behind me, and no one beeped. And I was like, "Yeah, no, nah, you guys are good. You guys are good humans. <laughs> you guys are good humans." Hey, you moved to your location of where you are. Hey, man, it's 2024. We're back into love and light. Uh, the rest of the show, we're only doing peace and positivity around these ways. But I'm glad we could get some of that off your shoulders for you. I do feel like 2023 year was a bit of a like an attacking year. You know, we just kind of just. Yeah, but 2024 seems a bit like okay. We did that. We need to turn things around. We need a little bit of <laughs> bit of movement somewhere, other places where we don't want to move. But empathy, but a grace, fine, killer. Love you guys. This is the morning shift. <sighs> Let us deliberate. <laughs> Oh, I don't feel like saying that, sorry. The wise hearts. Awesome. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let Brock make some noises. I want to hear him. Like, what's your vibe? Okay, what is this? Word from the wise Wednesdays. I like that. Yeah. Word from the wise Wednesday. I thought maybe everyone knows that I'm the wise one around here, but Jordan, I thought maybe I'll I'll let you thank do this you. One. Thank you. Word to the wise Wednesday. I'm running this break, aren't I? I just realised that. Why was I looking at you? I have talk? no idea. This is why we planned. We did plan. I forgot the plan. <laughs> let's start again. Hi. Let's deliberate. <laughs> I'm going, shut up, shut up, mana. What are you talking about? 
Word to the wise Wednesdays. From, a word. From. 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 from word. Okay. From <laughs> Start again, eh? Start again. Let's deliberate. <laughs> Make your noise again, please. Om Stop now. Stop now. Thank you. Word from the wise Wednesdays. Shout out to the bro who uh, actually started this segment. James, salute. James, salute. We thought, what a great little segment. It is a word from someone wise. Next week, you'll be able to enter. Or enter. It's not a competition, but it is. It's always competition. Today, though, three wise men <laughs> take the mic. The wise hearts. Damn it. We should have done the wise hearts. Why do we not do the wise hearts? What wisdom would you guys like to bestow onto the shifters? I'll go first. These are some wise words that take my fancy, particularly in 2024, because there's a lot of chat being done. Never miss a good chance to shut up. So much power in not saying it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Never miss a good chance to shut up. <laughs> That's a great one. But people might like my comment, Mark. <laughs> okay. <sighs> I try to make up my own one. I thought that's what we were doing. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they oh, are. you made that up? They're yeah. all our own ones. Oh, sweet. Oh, thank God. Oh, you Google that, man. Oh. I mean, I mean, also how how like Brooke is so arrogant. Like, honestly, in the best humanly like lovable way. Like he's like, if, let's say you did think we were supposed to find wise, you go, nah, I'll make my own. <laughs> The whole time that was actually what it was. <laughs> yes, my boy. That's Ooh, Mama. Okay. Right there, Mama. Destroying a masterpiece takes less effort than making one. Touchdown! I, I thought these were like funny. Did you? Six points! <laughs> Yeah, well, again, I'll wake up. <laughs> I Man. thought these were like funnies, you know? Like, did you, you know, like the bro who did this, it was like, destroying a masterpiece. <laughs> Wait, hold on, let me do a funny you really one. <laughs> you look up the thesaurus, dude. Hold on, hold on. You, you do your one, I'm going to think one up. Word to the wise from me. If you go to your barber, And they clearly are trying to fit you in, and they don't really want to. Uh, you know, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, take a seat. Don't take a seat. They are not going to get you in here very good. <laughs> you just pissed them off and got them home an extra 45 minutes later. They do not, like, you know when you go in, it's like, oh, awkward, awkward. Uh, uh, like, you know, they, they do two things, you know, they'll look at their, their watch, which is for show, you know. <laughs> No barber's watches are for the time. It's for the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Then they look at their phone. <laughs> then they look at the other barbers. Like, they don't move, you know? And they, oh, yeah, okay, sit down. You're getting a mid, you're getting a, 
not even a mid fade. Like the fade's gonna be mid. It's gonna be like other. it ain't gonna be what you think it is. So just turn your butt back around, get back in your car, and book. This is the morning shift. Kilda, good evening, and everything in between. I'm Jordan, and I'm Brooke, and this is True News for you. Nice, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Someone's been practicing in the break. Yep, here's a few news stories that are uh, being bantied about all around the world. Bantied about. Yeah. Better put your banties back on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Starting with uh, Nelson has the need for speed. Exciting 2024 ahead for Joseph Parker. And where is the world at with the Israel-Palestine conflict? Let me throw you through, uh, and we'll start with the Nelson need for speed. Four drivers have been clocked at more than 140 k's an hour within one hour in Nelson. Four drivers. Separately. Brock used to live in yep. Nelson. What's going on there? Yeah, why is everyone trying to get somewhere so quickly? Hey, man, outside of the beach, there ain't really too much to do. Beach and wine, though, they got a really good wine down there. It's called Noodle. But beach, wine, and ra- races. <laughs> <laughs> That's quick, though. 140K? Yeah, too, because you don't really have much space down there to, to build up to 140. One of the uh, one of the tickets was actually, so they all lost their license. They all had to go to court. Uh, 160Ks was what one of the, uh, 163, I think it was the, uh, the final speed. Um, and it made me think, do you guys, are you guys aware of how much you get fined for going over? No, this that's, that's what I need, I need to this, know, Mark. my, my yeah. guy. So if you're going 10K or less over the speed limit, so let's just say we're going at 100 and you get clocked going 110 or less, it'll end up costing you 30 bucks and 10 demerit points. If you're, so the demerit points, eh? Yeah, because they add up. You only get 100 demerit points. I think it's in a year. I don't even. I think it might even be two or three years over that time. But I'll look it up. Yes. Uh, 11 to what, uh, 15 k's over. That's going to cost you 80 bucks. Wow. 16 to 20 k's mm-hmm. over the speed limit. That's 120. 21 to 25 k's over the speed limit. You'll get fined 170. And the list goes on and on and on, all the way up to, if you're caught doing uh, 146 Ks to 150 Ks, it's going to cost you 630 bucks and an instant loss of uh, license. You'll also be uh, having to go to court. See, that there is the, the best thing I've heard in terms of making me slow down. I've never heard the numbers. I've never heard the statistics. I didn't know how much it was going to cost and how many demerit points I have. Hearing that makes me want to slow down. The money that it's going to cost you? The money and the demerit points. I've never heard yeah. it before. The demerit points, yeah. Uh, so if you're going over, uh, say, let's say you get caught doing 112, it's going to cost you 20 demerit points as well. You get, so it just keeps going up. You get 100 every two years. Is that what it is? still 100 every two years. And if you lose if you, if you you lose all your demerit points, you lose your license, right? Yeah. Yikes. But you can still drive, so you can't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down, Nelson, all right? It's not on. Uh, Joseph Parker is back at it. Fresh off his uh, wonderful win against uh, former world champion Deontay Wilder in Shout Saudi Arabia last Parker. month, our boy, next opponent, has been confirmed, China's Zihi Zhang, uh, who... He's a tough opponent, and I'm so proud of Parker. Like, not many heavyweights would want to fight this guy. Like, what, who just is be- he? Just, what, because, is just because he's actually a very tough opponent, but... He's an he's, old he's, dude, he's, he's not 41. Someone that, that comes with a lot of clout, 40, or, yeah. like, you're going to beat him, and no one's really going to do a big song and dance about it. However, he did... Uh, who did who did Joe Parker? Joyce. Yeah, so Joe Joyce beat Parker last year. Yeah, and then Joe Joyce thought he had an easy fight with this fighter Zhang, and then Zhang beat him. He's like twenty six. So, so one. Parker's it's just good. run back to back straight into it. Like, yep, the guy that beat me last year, the guy who beat him, I'm, I want to I want to fight him. And I th- I think that's such a great 
uh, thing to show where Parker's confidence is at, where his head's at, mm-hmm. and he's definitely in the conversation of the top four heavyweights in the world to be able to fight any of them. And just to make it a little bit more exciting, the bout will serve as the co-main event showdown between British superstar Anthony Joshua and UFC champion Francis Ngannou. So that's all on the same date, which, of course, March the 8th. Which, to that fight, is an interesting fight as well. Bro, Very Saudi Arabia, March the 8th? we got to be there. You, you did don't, say don't that before the show today. Don't you tease like, me like that, Mark. Mark. Mark walks in slowly. Like, I think, like you, you know, got something to say. Turned to, well, what is it? Like, March 8th. Parker fight, Saudi Arabia. We should go. We should go. And I go, how? And he go walk back into the office. <laughs> Imagine seeing the Garu and Joshua, uh, Zhang and and Parker all on the same card. In I love Saudi Joshua Arabia. for taking this fight too because it's cool. In the same, I, I think Francis by all means beat Fury. He got a knockdown. I mean, I don't think there was an overwhelming response that we thought Fury beat Francis. Maybe if you're going to ask boxers, like, nah, he, he clocked the points on in, in rounds more than Francis. But I also, I called that fight to Francis. What he he's not in this realm. He's 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 coming as a prize fighter to fight. A, and Joshua's just turning around and going, yeah, I'll fight you. Like, if he loses. It, it puts his stock down again. If Francis lo- if, if Francis loses, he goes back to MA. Whatever he's doing, there's way more to lose for Joshua. But I like that. I like that mindset that Joshua's like, put him in front of me. If I get if I deal to this guy, everyone then goes, you better fight Fury. Yeah. And then everyone wants that fight, and so it's exciting. But it's here's, exciting. Here's the here's the flip side to it. All right. Apparently, the winner of this Parker uh, Zhang matchup mm-hmm. is expected to be the first in line. To fight the winner of Fury, uh, Usyk, Usyk, is it? Is that how you say it? Usyk um, for the undisputed four title belts. Oh, the guy who beat Anthony Joshua. Yes, but See, that won't happen because if Fury wins, he's not going to fight Parker. Parker's going to win, and that's what I thought too, straight away. So if Parker could beat Zhang, and then Fury was to beat uh, Usyk, then all of a sudden there's a standoff because Parker and Fury have always said they'd never fight. Oh yeah, never thought about that. Mm. Hey, the money talks too when you're fighting in Saudi Arabia too. Let's not get that out of the way. Should we go? Should we go? I'm with you, man. Should we go to Saudi Arabia? (laughs) I'm with you. All right, and finally, of course, we've been away for quite a bit of time now. Uh, Obviously, the annihilation, Israel's annihilation of Gaza and the Palestinian people has continued to to move on during this time. A hundred days now that that battle has been going on. Um, But the... The genocide has been going on. The genocide has been going on. Uh, South Africa has brought a solid case against Israel, accusing them of genocide uh, in the International Court of Justice. Israel went in to defend itself. Uh, the decision is expected out in the next few weeks. I don't actually know what even happens at the end of that. In the International Court of Justice, just what jurisdiction they have over any of this, um, because, of course, the, the continuation of this is the US um, and the European countries who have kept on going on the on the defence saying that the, the Israelis are really just defending their own selves um, nothing seems to have moved and it just keeps getting worse and worse that's so for people that tune it. out with this with news talk usually because that's how their ears train what you're saying is South Africa is the only country to, to come forward and say that what Israel's doing is genocide I which think it clearly is I think what this is, is South Africa is the only country that has decided to go through the International Court of Justice. and That's why it's making the news. That's why it's making the news and the fact that we now have to wait two weeks to see if anything comes of it. And even if something came of it, what would that then do to the whole conflict? And that's kind of where we're at. So people are waiting on the decision from the International Court of Justice and whether or not anything's going to happen off the back of it. 
the thing I wondered about was why do we have the two week stand down or the two week period where we have to wait? It's the it's deliberation fun, period. Yeah, I again, I never even knew there was such a thing as the International Court of Justice. Isn't Literally, it? didn't even know. So, so yeah, I'm saying, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Eh? It's just, just sad. Got nothing All to the say. Time. It's yeah. just, it's ridiculous. Anyways, that's us for another week. That is true news for use. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And that is True News for Yous. This is The Morning Shift. But my life is good. The Men's Den. Thanks to Spate's Summit Ultra. Love you, Spates. <sighs> On the leather couches. Thanks to our friends and our mates at Spates. Helping mates be better mates. It's time for another Men's Den. What a slogan. Uh, like... How often do we actually think, like, about helping our mates be better mates? Like, personally, I actually think about every it all the time. Day. Yeah, yeah, I think the real question is... Every hour. Every minute. Second. The real question is... How many major corporations think about mm. advertising under the sense of mates? All corporations other than space Flops. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, most. 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 Now I think it's time we can... Uh, just slow it down for a pig and just, you know, talk about something a little different. And today, boys, I wanted to bring up the fact that we are now approaching Divorce Town. Bro, we've been approaching, bro. That's been like the I'm last so three years, it. bro. So apparently... Can't see it anymore. In February, that's where most divorces happen. Um, oh, that's what you mean. Yeah. And um, I, it, it made me think. I was quite interested in the idea behind why we're having these communication breakdowns or why we're getting divorced and, and what's going on. So I brought up a whole heap of statistics from Forbes, very reputable website, Forbes.com. We'll and uh, I wanted to discuss some of, the, uh, some of the numbers I saw. Third marriages have the highest divorce rate. 73% of people who are getting married for a third time Oof. end in divorce. I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have thought third time's a charm. <laughs> Did you really think that? I really did, and also like, um, first first marriage not not failure. First marriage lesson, lesson. Second marriage lesson. Third, Third we got a bit, we got we got we got a bit of data here. <laughs> Has been in the game for a while now. But a data collection here, we should be good. Well, seventy three percent. Seventy three percent of really huge, high number. Huge, eh? Wow. I would have thought it was closer to twenty seven percent. What's the up. what's the stats on fourth? Didn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> They've given up. See, that's the data. They know at this point. Yeah. Ah, we failed three times. Who's We're getting married a fourth time? Imagine planning three weddings. Oh, oh, there's no way. Oh, there's no way. Here's another interesting one. Couples who live together before marriage are more likely to divorce. Wait, what? Isn't that the, that's the idea, right? You're supposed to, you know, mm-hmm. you live together first, mm-hmm. and you get married, you know hang what you're in second, for. Hang on a second. Mm. Who's getting who's getting to get the post? Especially mm. in today's day and age. So how you, you couples who live together before they are married are more likely to divorce. I don't agree with that because, well, I can't not agree with that. No, the numbers will suggest otherwise. Fifty-seven percent of couples who. Um, did not yeah, down the middle. live together, uh, lasted, but uh, for 20 years or more. 46% who did live together before tying the knot, Ugh. divorced. It's a numbers game. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's it, where it, I think it numbers can happen in a count. So what? 
more, there was more success for those who just did not live with each other, got married, and then started living with each other. Yes. But that, I reckon that's the also a generational less. thing, right? Oh, it's, hang on. Yeah, exactly. Come on, Jordan. I can figure this out. This is why we're doing it. <laughs> Talk us through it. Well, that like in this day and age, that's just that's just generally not going to happen. You're not going to really find. Um, I don't use the word modern day couples. Um, just not having any kind of uh, living situation where it's together or they know how each other are um, before getting married. But in older generations, like mm-hmm. arra- more arranged marriages, or it was particularly those who came from a religious background, uh, which we probably would have seen a lot more. Um, I think that that, and a lot of them also stayed in marriages they were very unhappy with, and then over time, you know, like you just you find your way and that's your person, and 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 it's a great love story, and righty righty right. But yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if I'm wrong or right. No, I actually I, I agree with you. I think also if you aren't living together, there's probably a reason why, and then when you finally do get to live together, you do treasure the moments. You sniff the roses as such. Um, and this one here I found very interesting: having friends who are divorced. Increase your risk of divorce. Let me tell you the number. Oh, my bad, boys. The marital stability within a couple's social Ooh. networks plays a massive role in how the union can last. Couples who friends who have friends who are divorced have a 75% increase in the risk of their own marriage ending. All right, you two, uh, stop hanging out with me. I don't, my bad. I don't, know, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> 75% <laughs> increase in the risk of their own marriage ending. It may be, because I don't know if you guys feel me plotting to get you guys away from your partners more often. <laughs> I don't know if you feel that. But I've been just silently plotting here and just planting little seeds. I must say, we did have a, uh, a single... Uh, she was a friend of both mine and my wife's, and she was around uh, talking about her life, um, as it will. And my, my wife's eyes, I did help. Couldn't help but notice how they lit up every time she was selling a story. Of <laughs> what he up. wasn't doing. Look us up, man. Look us up, Mark. That statistic would carry over for anything, though, right? Like, I mean, and, and also, I, I, what I don't want is people to hear this and they have you are a person who's broken up and you have friends and think that you're the problem and you just shouldn't be hung out with, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, it's not that. That's, no. that's not the case Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it's not that. We're not doing that, everybody. Because um, this is this is clips into the fact that sociologists do believe that the divorce is a social, like, socially contagion. So, like, if someone is... Socially it, contagion. It's, yeah, like, contagious. It's contagious. Like, people will see, oh, our best mates have just broken up. Like, if you've got a group of friends, and I know I've got a group of friends that we've been friends with for the last 20-odd years, right? And some of them have broken up and brought in new partners and so on and so on. But does it catch on? Does the rest of the group go, yeah, actually, my marriage is terrible. This is probably the best chance to, to get out of it now. Well, what, like, let's, unpa- let's unpack that quickly. Like, And by the way, everything we're talking about is... We're not professionals, as you know, and we're just we're having a yarn. I always feel like we have to safeguard ourselves mm-hmm. with whatever we're saying. <laughs> yeah. But I, but I don't want us to not be able to just have a little yarn about this because I've got my own ideas about that. One person in the group starts wearing Crocs; <laughs> the rest of them start wearing Crocs. That's something that's socially contagious, right? And that's what they're saying about with divorce. But it's also it's also unfair, right? Because some. Every marriage is different, and obviously not all the not all breakups are the same. And you could have you could have someone in a friend group who actually, it's been really a great time for them to be able to separate from someone who maybe just wasn't compatible, and then they have this energy for life again because um, whatever situation. Let's I'm talking a proxy example here, but like the situation they're in, and then that 
that skip in their step, you know, if, you, if you're in a relationship and your marriage isn't bad, but you're not communicating as, as you used to, mm-hmm. you're not um, spending the quality time because you now have two mortgages or you've got, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to take the kids or, you know, there's been these shifts in your marriage and you see this new bounce in your friend's step or, or your mate who now has all this time, you know, to come over and he just wants to hang out and, you know, or whatever, you can translate, you can very easily translate that to, Maybe I'd be happier in a different in a different instance, and it's actually you know so it makes sense. Yeah, what you've said is makes a lot of sense. Well, it, it makes a lot of sense to me being on the other side, right? So I was engaged. <sighs> I, I, I broke up. I was we we're engaged. That doesn't count, right? So you're not divorced if you if you if you're engaged. You know? It counts on a technicality, <laughs> no, right? No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> on a technicality, but what I I think I see now more often is stuff that I saw in my relationship Mm. and I see in other relationships and I go oh hold on a second Mm. there's a couple things here that potentially you're right Jordan (laughs) Brooks at the back and like "Mm, y'all might want to check that out (laughs) I've seen that fake smile before but when you get home what happened you know (laughs) you get back on the phone that lower form of intimacy you go straight back to the TV (laughs) I see some things happening so it's just a different side that you can see but to the, the exact same point is with that contagiousness, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saying, You're not welcome at my house anymore. And, it, and it don't even have to be like people like we're immediately close with, but there'll be a time in the night where like Brooke will just look at me like, mm, you heard that? I heard that. <laughs> or he'll just look at me like, you seen that? I seen that. <laughs> and I'm just like, I have to like, re, like bring myself back to like, what are you talking about? And then like, oh yeah, there, I know. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But you are right. It's so contagious because I think about the friend groups and, and and people that I see. If you flip it to people who have uh, kids and don't have kids, very different lifestyles, right? You have those parents, exactly. Like if you have a a friend who doesn't have any kids, kids have two, three kids, they you, live a different lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Because because maybe yeah, it, it's the same. For the divorce thing as the kids thing. You have two couples have been great friends, then one starts a family. All of a sudden, the chats become about this one year old that you can't put to sleep. This mm-hmm. other friend. Nothing's changed except you're in a new you've, you've space of your life. New space of your life. But I know a lot of friends. More friends break up that way because it becomes like, oh, he's okay, a dick. He doesn't want to come out babe, with me. I've had no sleep. And what is that? It me? <laughs> hey, you two. <laughs> I mean, if the shoe fits. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but I reckon more friends break up because of that situation. Yeah. You know, and that I I actually seen that. Well, I'm not going to say who they are, but I was just trying to think in my head who like I've actually. I th- that's actually happened to some some people that I know, and I'm like, man, that's sad that the communication, like, because often it's the people without kids that um, maybe are just struggling to kind of understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't have kids, you don't know. But it's you get a real short wick once you start having kids. I yes. found that when I became a parent, like, some of my friends who didn't have kids, I was like, do you think your life's hard? Like, and that's for me to manage. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's for me Very to good. manage my expectations of my <laughs> friends who don't have kids. That's for. If I'm in a space where I'm tired or, um, you know, I don't have capacity to hang out, it's it's my job to say, sorry, mate, let's catch up another time. But if I say yes, and then I'm going in there and they're trying to talk yada, 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 and I don't feel like, you haven't even asked me about my kid or you you know what I mean? Like, this is where it's all these things can happen. Yeah. yeah. And then the it cycle is. of the next morning, you still have to wake up and go to the pool with them at 8 a.m. in the morning. It's a, it's a cycle of life exactly. that you just have to try and... It's the beauty of life, though, right? It's a beauty. It's we such should, a roller coaster of emotions. A, we should make a short film on, uh, or like a video about the the hangovers, uh, like hangover parents at, at the at the pool, <laughs> at the swimming. <laughs> if you're happy, yeah, you know, uh, splash yeah. your hands. <laughs> Finally, I just wanted to to drive this home with the uh, number one reason why people get divorced 
And it comes down to a lack of commitment and communication. So being committed to that communication, to learn, to go through it, and staying committed to staying within the relationship, I guess. That's the number one reason. The rest just get worse and worse, you know. Divorce couples, uh, infidelity. Have um, you guys ever saved a marriage? <gasps> Have you saved a marriage? No, you haven't. Have you? You've broken up some, that's for damn sure. Oh. <laughs> But not, 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 not oh, in that way. No, I have. Hold on. Hold no, on. I haven't. I've broken up some of my friends and, friends, and, and, yeah. and, and couples. But not, not like uh, Jordan's gone and done something with someone else. Like, and he, they have he, later come back to me and said that I made the right hey, decision. he was right. No, Jordan. I just pushed I just pushed them away. Like, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he starts the movement. I've saved, I've saved the marriage. Have you? Well, not me, but I, 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 I don't save marriage. I'm not going to talk about it. Come on, tell us now. Who's married to say? Come on! Two years ago, two years ago, I didn't save it. My mate saved his own marriage. But two years ago, I caught up with a friend and he was talking to me about, he had some tough issues going on in his marriage. And my mate is such a good dude. And um, <laughs> I don't know if it's because we were on the bivvies, but I just, t- I just told him, I said, Shut up, bro. I was like, you got married. And I know you. Your whole life, you wanted to get married. And I know you, when you found this girl, she was the one. Shut up. Like, shut up. And, and like, just- I think he was just like, <laughs> I remember at the time, like, he was, he like, had a bit of a moment, but he just like, dapped me up. And we we just dapped, like, we just dapped, like, unspoken, like, you just hit the yosa, like, yo, yo. But then, you know, later he reflected in a bit of time. He's like, that, that's all I need. I just needed someone to go like, no, I did want this. I did choose this. Like, it's not convenient for me now because of these temporary feelings that I'm feeling for whatever reason. But like, marriage is a commitment. Like, like, and, and this is someone who, who had um, a very found understanding on marriage. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he's very, he's had a, he's had a lot of um, help in understanding who he is. Like for me, I'm looking at someone who, when there's an issue, you're not one of those friends where you know it's not that you don't have the capacity to understand what's going on. Like you understand how to get help, how to get through. So I just said, like I just said, shut up. <laughs> you did. You pushed the reset button and you reminded him of why he was there in the first place, which is exactly what he needed. And you literally, that's but verbatim, what I just said was our conversation. And you never miss a good time to shut up, eh, Mark? Yeah, yeah. Probably a good time for us to shut up now. Another show in the books. The gift of 2024, shut up. You're welcome. <laughs> Shush. Shout out to Spates. Hey, that is the last of uh, today, eh, guys? We're all done? Check on your people, guys. Check on your people. This is The Shift. The Shift. Morning shift. I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Gotti. <laughs> okay. I'm making a burger. While we are focused on keeping you entertained here, our show sponsor, Chemist Warehouse, they've got it all. Jordan, what have they got? Oh, you know, like vitamins, supplements, skincare, dental, prescriptions. Okay, basically, they've got you covered like a sundress. Love you, Chemist Warehouse. Yeah, the best. Potatoes, tomatoes.